0: There's been a lot of controversy this week over Simone Biles Mm. when it comes to the Olympics. And Holly, can you quickly just sort of sum up what's been going on?
1: So uh, she started off the Olympics, and uh, one of the first things that she was asked to do, she I think it was like she was supposed to do a a two-and-a-half something or other. She could only make it through one-and-a-half of the somethings or others because I'm not a gymnast, so I can't speak the lingo. Right. But what she said was that her head was not in the right place. She was not feeling right, and she uh, took a step back Mm -hmm. uh, and said, you know what, I can't continue on on the team because my head's not in the right place. I feel okay, but I also don't feel okay. And so for my physical and mental health, it's best if I'm not there. Mm. And then she has since pulled out of more events because she said her mental health is not in the right place to compete at an Olympic level. Mm -hmm. Which
0: all of us on the show were pretty much on the same page where we agreed that mental health takes priority over everything. Everything. Because if you can't give your, if you're not filled up, you cannot give. And that's how we've gotten to this problem in our country. Well, we don't like to shy away from controversial topics on the show. We're not like most shows where it's like happy, happy, joy, joy. We like to have serious conversations sometimes when it's needed. And I saw this tweet earlier this morning, Mm. and it made me pause for a second and say, maybe this is a point where as a 35-year-old person, it's time for me to elevate my thinking. Mm. Here's the tweet I saw talking about Simone Biles. Okay. Quote, She's giving children the example that quitting is fine, end quote. And then the person who's tweeting this says, yes, quitting is fine. There is no virtue in suffering. They continue on saying, I've quit my I've quitted every job I've ever had and I'm doing all right in my field. So I don't know. Whatever, I guess. There's quite a few people quoting or replying to this tweet with attempts to defend the virtue of suffering Mm -hmm. And please be warned, there may be things that you do that for some reason caused you to suffer and that were virtuous, but the virtue was not in the suffering. I understand that you might have been taught to conflate these two things, but maybe relearn and separate them. It will be good for you. So after I read that this morning, which I have retweeted on the Miguel and Holly Insta, I thought to myself, This is an interesting thought because, Holly, when you and I grew up in the radio industry, we suffered a lot. Yeah. There was a lot of suffering, and that's conversations that we have with boss man Will, in all seriousness, about the, and like we always like to say, we're not downplaying or trying to equate, when I say PTSD, from someone who's, like, been to war and seen carnage. No,
1: but post-trauma can happen for. A plethora of reasons. Yeah, right. Um, and so you can have, you can have like those feelings of anxiety and uh and any of the other symptoms that come along with PTSD from any traumatic experience in your life. And it's not, you know, we're, we, we're going to get into the weeds with what you call it, but anything that causes you trauma can then cause the symptoms of, you know, reliving that trauma later on in life.
0: Right, and so we have suffered you know, with that from previous coworkers and bosses and, you know, trying to be better. And Holly and I made a conscious decision with producers we've had on this show and especially with you, Scott, Mm because you've been with us for a while now and sort of taking you under our wing and teaching you that we're not going to do things the way that were done to us and how we were taught to learn and how to be a professional, basically. And so when I saw the whole thing about quitting, though, I was very conflicted. Because I've always thought and what I've always been the sort of guiding intention of my life is you put your head down, you grind through it, and you just do it. Yeah. No matter what. To get to whatever goal you have in mind. Yeah. And to me, that's why, you know, every few weeks on the show, I'll stop the show and say I'm so thankful for this life that I've been able to build. And look at all these crazy things I've gone through that I stuck it out. And I did it. And look at where I am now. Yeah. And so that's why when I read this tweet, I was like, yes, I agree with that. But if I would have quit at several different really hard inflection points in my life, I wouldn't be here. So so I'm conflicted on if that's the right message to send. And this is truly, I don't know. Is this me thinking with my old traumatic abused brain that if I didn't Mm. suffer through all that stuff, I wouldn't be here? Or... Would I be at a better place if I would have quit and didn't mm. suffer through? Never I don't know. know that, yeah. That's where it's
1: hard. And mm-hmm. I, and that's where it becomes an actual conversation because what this is what I think. What Simone Biles did, which is stepping down because she knew there was a problem and she was going to put herself in harm's way mentally and physically. Yep. And we you've seen now stories of gymnasts from uh days gone by where they pushed too hard and they either ended up uh sitting out the rest of their career yep. or paralyzed yep. or dead. Yeah. So that. Um so I believe what she did was the best that she best thing she could do in the moment, especially because gymnastics team sport is not like football team sport. It's not like, you know, She did what was best for the team by actually sitting out. Mm -hmm. So I I 100% agree with that and back her up. Is it the same for all aspects of life? Because I feel like that's where it gets tricky, where you've got, like, a tough job. At what point do we learn to rise to an occasion? Mm, If you're always willing to be like, well, this isn't for me, I guess— Why are you quitting? Mm. Is it truly, like, a heavy taxing thing on your mental health? Or is it because... This doesn't suit you. And maybe someone would say, whatever the reason, if you want to quit, quit. I saw something like this on TikTok where a woman was like, a lot of people gave my parents crap because I quit everything I tried. I quit piano. I quit soccer. I quit dance. I quit, you know, French lessons. I quit everything. Mm. Um, but she said, but and, you know, I turned out fine. And it helped me learn how to say no to bad partners, mm. uh, jobs that weren't a match, you know. Other things in life that you do need yeah. skills to say no to. Yep. So I don't know because in some ways pushing through to get to the next level is a good thing right. because it it gives you toughness and metal that you might not have gotten if you had simply turned away. But maybe having to actually face up to something and quit gives you something else in a way in a life lesson that teaches you it's okay to say, I can't do this anymore if it's not serving me.
0: Scott, as someone who's still fresh in the working world, how do, how does this hit you when it comes to quitting?
2: What it, I mean, for me, it's just it's always in the back of my head. It's like, how is this suited for me in the future? Like, what is doing the best for me? And I think in this instant, it's like I almost don't even like – for quitting purposes, I'll use that word for, but, like, for Simone, it's it's almost like she's been going at it, going at it, going at it, and, like, never has given herself a break, never has decided to take a step back, and this is that moment to take a step back, right. and I equate that to me in this job because I make a very conscious decision of, like, I am not going to grind out until I burn out because I love this career, and if I keep going and I don't take the time off when it's given—because in the beginning, I was like, I'm going to work, 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 mm. and I learned real quick that if I don't take a step back and if I start—you know, if I don't say no to certain opportunities— I'm gonna hate it here. I'm gonna hate anything that I do, just because I don't have the time to actually enjoy life. And so when I look at this moment, it's like, I think it's completely okay if it's the best for you. If it's the best for Simone in that moment to be like, you know what? I've given this thing everything I've got. Right now, it's not going to be better for me to go out there and perform. I need to take a step back for me. I've never done this before where I've taken a step back. So you know what? In this case, yeah, quitting's okay. If it's not suited you, like, you're gonna have to live with your consequences no matter what the situation is. Yeah. And like Miguel, you talked about earlier, if you would have just quit in the beginning where it got hard, like who knows what that life would have been at, But it probably would have been okay. You right. would have found a new route, you would have done something new. You might have still ended up in radio, but it would have been okay. I think that's the hardest thing is we think everything's just gonna come crumbling down if we quit. But if you are just suffering through it, because, again, I've seen family members just suffer, suffer, suffer. Maybe
1: that's the key. If you're suffering, that's Absolutely. when it Because I was going to say, but how do you know what the line is? How do you know when to push yourself further and when to quit?
2: I think, honestly, for me, it's like I always put a timeline on something. It's like if it's, you know, let's just say like a year. If I am still suffering through this every single day, that is not the life that I want to live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and I- then I'm going to quit.
0: I think what I'm hearing is that there's a difference between hard and suffering. Yes. And understanding and being in tune with your body and your emotions to know when something is hard and when you're truly suffering and that there's no good that can come from that suffering is when you realize it's time for me to quit and bounce out of the situation.
1: Yeah, maybe But I mean it's different
0: for everyone.
1: Everyone's threshold is different.
0: Right. It's just to me, it's just an interesting conversation and I started getting emotional listening to it because I'm like, wow, when I look back at my life, even the past six years we've been here, there have been some mornings when I honestly was like, I don't want to go in. I don't want to laugh. I don't want to smile. I don't want to push through. Yeah. But I learned in the 90s and the early 2000s, that's what you do as an entertainer. I remember watching documentaries about Oprah and how they were like, Oprah was on her deathbed, and she had the flu, but she still got out there and did it. Where do you think
1: that phrase, the show must go on, comes from?
0: Right. We always use that. It doesn't need to go on all the time. I don't know. Interesting discussion.
1: That's a tough one. And I I feel that way as a mother with a kid who sometimes she likes her tumble class, and sometimes she hates it. I don't know.
0: How do you differentiate between that?
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, oh,
0: oh, right.